Hello, everyone. This is Father Bill Nicholas, and this is Faith, Hope, and History. Greetings and welcome, everybody. It is Friday, September 17th, 2021. It was on this day in 1862 that Union forces confronted Southern Confederate forces in the Battle of Antietam in the first attempted invasion of the North by Robert E. Lee. He was faced down and fought by the forces under the command of George McClelland. It was a comedy of errors in many ways, and for all intents and purposes, it ended in a draw, but because it repelled an invasion of the North, it was considered a victory and gave Abraham Lincoln the long-awaited and badly needed victory to give him the political credibility to declare emancipation of the slaves just a few days later, an emancipation that would take effect on the 1st of January, 1863. But I want to go back a few days, still as the country is remembering the 20th anniversary of the terrorist attacks on 9-11. Last week I mentioned that the day of prayer called for by the President of the United States, George W. Bush, occurred three days after the attack, and it kind of follows an ancient Catholic tradition of ember days leading up to a major feast day, and that September 14th is a major feast day for the Catholic Church, the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross, and the three days, September 11th, 12th, and 13th, starting with the day of the attack, in many ways were ember days of sorts because the nation was reeling, reacting, coming to terms with, or at least beginning to come to terms with, the attacks leading up to that feast day of the triumph of the cross and the national day of prayer and a national day of mourning for the victims of the terrorist attack. But there's one thing I forgot to mention, and I thought I would talk a little bit about that today is that September 14th is the anniversary of the events that would lead to the writing of our national anthem. While we were remembering 9-11, just three days after the attacks, mourning those who were lost, and while the Catholic Church was celebrating the triumph of the cross, a reminder to all of us that even in the darkest times, the light of the cross and the light of that victory of Christ on the cross is always a part of our faith and always gets us through these dark times. It was also a day in which Francis Scott Key watched as the dawn lit up the day that the flag was still flying over Fort McHenry after a night of bombardment. And it moved him so much that he wrote the poem that would eventually be our national anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner, or the Siege of Fort McHenry. In 1814, just a few months prior, the British had invaded the United States and attacked Washington, D.C., burning the Capitol building, burning the White House, causing the President of the United States to flee. Eventually, they would have to withdraw after a major storm caused disruption among the British troops And they withdrew from Washington, D.C., but not before burning the White House and burning the Capitol building. 
It was one of the darkest times in our nation's history, but just a couple of months later, the British planned to invade Maryland and to occupy the city of Baltimore. What stood in their way was Fort McHenry. Now, there had been efforts for an invasion on land as well that had been thwarted by militiamen outside of Baltimore. But as long as Fort McHenry stood, Baltimore would be protected, and the strongest navy in the world was laying siege to Fort McHenry, bombarding it with cannon fire all night, and in the midst of that cannon fire, to light up the sky, flares were fired. Flares that, in many ways, were fireworks. Francis Scott Key says, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, describing the battle of the siege of Fort McHenry. Because it was at night, they lit up the sky so that they could target the fort with these flares. And so in many ways, it was almost like an apocalyptic moment for this country that we now remember in our national anthem, that this fort was a holdout protecting the city of Baltimore. And it was almost as if in anticipation of the victory and our traditional celebration of the 4th of July, fireworks were being fired while this bombardment took place. And as Francis Scott Key wrote, as long as they continued firing, he knew that Fort McHenry was holding out and that our flag was still flying over that fort. The anniversary of that day, when Francis Scott Key saw the flag with the rising sun, is September 14th. So not only on that day following the initial attack on 9-11 did we remember the fallen and have a day of prayer. Not only is it a major feast day for the Catholic Church throughout the world, but it is also an important anniversary as it is the anniversary of the events that inspired our national anthem. And of course, our national anthem has been under assault cultural assault over the last few years, but the Star-Spangled Banner is a rallying cry and a unifying song for our nation. But we remember the Star-Spangled Banner on that day, and every year as we remember the anniversary of 9-11, let's also remember the anniversary of that day of prayer, because what we also remember is a Catholic feast, and it was on that Catholic feast that a once- Catholic colony, Maryland, was under attack, and a major city in that once Catholic colony was under siege. And unlike Washington, D.C., that city of that once Catholic colony of Maryland held out and was victorious against that siege. All that happened in the midst of a once Catholic colony on a major Catholic feast, the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross. And those days following the darkest days of the War of 1812, very shortly after Washington, D.C. had itself been sacked and burned. So I think it's something to remember every year as we remember the anniversary of 9-11. Three days later, let us remember when we as a nation came together as a people of faith, as a nation of faith, as a nation in which faith is an important part of our society and our culture, 
But not only that, we came together on a major feast of the Catholic Church and on the anniversary of the day that inspired our national anthem. And just as we have overcome many of our shortcomings as a nation, we continue to work to overcome what shortcomings people continue to point out to us so that we can be that nation that lives more fully the promises of our founding. But also, and especially, we are a nation that will rise out of the darkness. We rose from the ashes of 9-11. We were victorious after the dark night of the bombs and the flares in the siege of Fort McHenry. We rose from the ashes of the Civil War. We will rise from the ashes of the cultural war our nation is facing now. And we will rise from the ashes of this COVID pandemic. And we will rise from the fear that has been generated as a result of this pandemic. So we remember on these days following 9-11, and perhaps in subsequent days of remembrance, that whenever we come together to remember the attacks, that we also remember that as a nation and as a people of faith, we rise from the ashes, we rise from our darkness. And it is that faith we profess as a Christian nation that enables us to have that faith and that hope that enables us to rise from those ashes. So it's an important thing to remember, not just as we remember the anniversary of 9-11, but let's also remember the anniversary of the day of prayer, the national day of prayer that President Bush called us to observe just three days after. The feast day that we as Catholics celebrate and the anniversary of the siege of Fort McHenry in which a once Catholic colony and a city in that once Catholic colony held out against the bombardment of the most powerful Navy at that time. So those are some thoughts I have on this particular week. Be sure you go to my website, visit my YouTube page, and I thank you again for joining me, and with any luck, I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.